Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of TFCL, or Through Faith Colored Loses. Um, and I'm not probably going to say that because it's it's easier to say than Through Faith Colored Loses. So, um, anyways, hey, before we get into it, guys, I just want to please encourage you to consider leaving um, a like or feedback or anything like that. If you are a returning listener to uh, the episodes that I produced um years ago because that was the last time I actually did it um please consider leaving a like um you can do that wherever you're listening um but well most places that you're listening through uh iTunes Apple podcast I believe Google podcast um Castbox uh I'm I'm a lot of different places and so uh if your platform has ways for you to leave a like or uh, a comment um please consider doing that I love getting the feedback and it would tremendously help me tailor the content so um anyways without other way uh it it's been it's been a while i'm aware of that you're aware of that it's been a while i and i know um i am back uh because a couple days ago um i might link this uh what i'm about to reference um below but if i don't just know that i was listening to um this kind of well instagram and it wasn't a sermon necessarily, but it was just this guy talking about his, his name is Mike Todd. He's a pastor out in Oklahoma, um, I believe, Oklahoma, and um, it's called Transformation Church. And uh, he was talking about giving up. He said the guy to talk to him about um, putting out a message just in terms of and I don't really remember what it was because I, you know, I'd heard this a while ago, but he was talking about not giving up and continuing on and, you know, picking up that dream. And, and I know that I've discussed that too, but just the irony in that is that, you know, sometimes we're good at putting out content. We're good at saying things, you know, but we're not really the best at following our own advice at times. And so it really did uh, hit me when I heard this and, um, yeah, it, it inspired me to, to start over again. The reason why I stopped is very vain in nature, but it's just because, you know, I'd lost, um, I, you know, with the anxiety and depression, you know, it's hard for me to pick something up and continue holding on to it. So, um, you know, I just, I had lost that fire. Um, I, you know, I convinced myself that I wasn't really impacting anyone because I wasn't getting any feedback and just a lot of different personal reasons. You know, I just, I had just allowed my fire to flame out. Um, but, I, you know, through hearing, you know, Mike talk about, uh, you know, not giving up and, and continuing on in that dream and, you know, remembering why I started and just all this other stuff that I got from that message. Um, I, I remembered why I started to begin with, you know, and, and my, my purpose, you know, wasn't to gain followers. It wasn't, you know, obviously to do what I wanted to do, which is impact communities and unite people, um, you know, and reintroduce love, you know, into the world. Um, I'm going to have to have people to, you know, listen to, to do that. But, um, you know, it, and initially it's just not about, you know, the listens uh, or growth. It's not about the money that I could make. It's not about even connecting with people, really, though I would love to do that. It's not, you know, because I could do this without people. Um, but, you know, I just all those different things or lack of thereof just led me to to flame out. And so um, but I had to ask myself that question, that very important question is, well, why did you start you know, and if you're still passionate about it, then continue doing it and praying that, you know, your your dream will, you know, will find itself, you know, I, and I, I lost the hustle um, and I hate that that I do that so easily. And so I'm hoping that by you listening to this, that this will re reawaken um, some fire within you um, 
that you had, you know, uh, maybe something that you started, you just let go of like me, I would encourage you to pick it back up again and remember your why. And I made a episode, I think entitled remember your why or something like that. Um, when I talk, I envision the people that I might be talking to. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but I look at, you know, the, the, just the different countries that are represented and the different platforms that people are listening on. And I sometimes just not intentionally, it just kind of happens cause I'm weird. Um, but I, uh, I, I imagine the person that's sitting and listening and I'm like, man, what is, what, are, what are they doing? Is this impacting them at all? You know, I, I imagine their lives and, you know, and that's what keeps me going, you know? And so for the person that I'm imagining sitting in that rocking chair in this old dusty house, I don't know why, but that's just, uh, man. Anyways, to you, I say, continue going. Um, you know, there's something great in store for your life. Uh, you know, doesn't matter what your beliefs are, what your practices are. There's something special for every person's life if they choose to uh, follow it, you know, and that's the key is that we have to choose to pick it up and do it. Um, so with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're going to get this intro started or the, sorry, the episode started. Um, but I just wanted to lay this out as like a disclaimer and why I'm coming back and I'm going to try to be way more consistent. So, um, I thank you guys for listening. You all are very special. If you haven't heard it today, you are loved. Um, I love you and, uh, and I don't feel weird about that. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys inside. Yo, 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 welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for sticking with it. You guys are freaking troopers. Um, so, ch check it out. Check, 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 to check it out. Um, sorry. So, <laughs> check it out. Um, I'm going to be doing a new segment, and it's called uh, What Would You Do? Um, and to kick this off, uh, this episode isn't going to be the segment. The segment is going to be the episode. Um, I, that made sense in my head. But what I mean by that is, um, imagine with me, if you will, um, that you had a magic pair of glasses, right? So the question I frame to you listeners is what would you do if you had the opportunity to give these glasses to somebody else, right? And the, 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 the ability that these glasses hold is they can shape the world that you see beyond you. You know, so um, if you want to see the world as, you know, this amazing, bright, happy, joyous place, these glasses can gift that person the ability to see the world in that way and only that way. Um, if if that person chooses to see the world through, you know, jaded glasses, then, you know, that then the world will take that shape, you know, and whatever that person imagines, the glasses will give that person the ability to see the world that way. And ultimately, um, that's what will uh, affect their lives, you know? And so, um, if I want positivity, if I want riches and, you know, all the, the wonders of the world, if, you know, if I want power beyond recognition, you know, if, if I want the fame and the notoriety, these glasses will gift me the ability to do that. So I ask you, if you had the ability to either keep these glasses or give them to somebody else, what would these glasses have the ability to do? How would you shape your your surrounding? Um, now, think for a second the amount of people, and this is true for everyone. Think about the amount of people that have the power, because everybody has these glasses, right? And that's what makes them uh, so unique, is that 
every single person has these glasses on. Um, sometimes they don't even realize it. And it's just like regular superpowers where people, you know, in, in the comic book world, I guess. But, um, you know, people live a long time with these powers and they manifest in certain ways. And, the people, you know, the, the person doesn't really realize it. Um, you know, until, you know, like a professor X comes along and is like, I think I can help you, you know? And so, um, but consider, consider how many times you have experienced, uh, certain things in life, uh, because of these glasses that were placed on you and you didn't know that you had them on, you know? Um, so oftentimes we will either tune these glasses ourselves uh, or somebody else will tune these glasses for us and then give them to us. And, and we have to be aware of that. That's why these glasses are so powerful, um, is that, you know, these glasses are floating around in society. And, you know, so I'll start with the latter, right? So from a, from a young age, uh, we are very malleable as, as little tiny flesh humans. Um, you know, we're very uh, imprintable. We are um, blank empty slates. You know, these glasses are very clear in nature. There's nothing downloaded onto these glasses. We're not aware that we have these glasses. Um, and if we're unfortunate, you know, maybe even the people that are responsible for watching us don't even acknowledge that we have these glasses on. So what happens is as we get older, you know, as we start growing, um, as our environments change, as we start going to school, daycare, you know, whatever, as we start making friends, um, you know, these glasses start to go into download, you know, mode, which is essentially it starts to uh, open us up to start shaping our world. You know, um, not everybody gets to be aware of that process. And, and as babies, we're not aware of it. But as we get older, um, we have the opportunity to discover that. But so for the unlucky few of us, um, we don't have that chance to be aware that these glasses are now activated and they're downloading. So. Um, there have been people that have experienced very tough hardships, um, that have experienced a lot of uh, negativity. You know, parents might have left, um, maybe just one parent left, uh, you know, or they, they experienced great loss, they experienced trauma, they experienced, um, you know, maybe great gain, you know, but whatever it is, these glasses are 24-7 downloading information, right? And what happens is when we get to be about, you know, I don't know, 12, 13, or even younger, really, it really doesn't matter. These glasses aren't, you know, they don't, they don't really care what age you are. But when we become of age to where we're aware enough of our lives, um, those glasses go from downloading to, um, to uploading, right? So now it's done downloading information and now it's just inputting information. But here's what makes these glasses so special is that when they're done downloading, there's now a new feature that activates and it's essentially now a uh, an active learning method, right? And so what it's now, when it once was downloading information from other people, it's now uh, it's now kind of learning the the wearer's behavior, you know, when it's learning from that as a result. So um, you are going through life, you're wearing these glasses. These glasses have effectively shaped your reality. Um, because of your upbringing, um, unfortunate circumstances that you had no ability to control are now the way that you see the world. And the thing is, is that you don't realize that these glasses are the reason why that reality is still so bad. What once was a product of your childhood is now something that is still actively being downloaded or uploaded rather into your brain. And it's now currently learning, 
your behavior because you're continuing that cycle that you didn't even have the ability to choose when you were younger. Um, what happens though is that when you get of age, we would hope that somebody else who had an opportunity to realize that these glasses are activated will come along and make you aware too. Hey, you know that these glasses that you're wearing are the reason why you're, the world around you is the way that it is. You know, maybe it's not the reason why it was what it was, but now that you're aware that these glasses have been on your face this entire time, you can't take them off, but you can definitely change the way that they are affecting your world around you, you know, and how does that work? So this other person, right? There's a there's a there's a buddy system that is uh, an ability in their glasses, right? So um, for me, for instance, when I became aware of my glasses <clears throat> and the ability that they hold, I was aware that not only do they very powerfully shape the world around me, but I can also initiate this buddy mode and I can partner along with somebody else whose glasses maybe aren't working the right way. And I can start to download my glasses and my features and all my experiences onto them. And what that does, it's very uh, unique in that it will start to slowly erase or let me say reformat their glasses data. So for instance, if I meet somebody who's had a very tragic and traumatic past and childhood and upbringing and they are now in a better situation maybe, but they're still allowing uh, all of those experiences and all of those traumatic events to continue to uh, shape their outlook on the world through their glasses. I can, and my new, uh, you know, with my glasses and my uh, kind of better outlook in the world, I can download that into their glasses and that will slowly start to reformat the data that is in their glasses. And it's a very tough process. You got to get it right. It's um, it's kind of Bluetooth activated. And so what that means is with Bluetooth, you have to stay in close proximity to, uh, you know, to that, the, whatever the thing that you're paired to, you know, and also you have to be paired to that person, you know, um, Apple doesn't pair well with Android. Wait, no, that analogy doesn't work. Anyways, <laughs> uh, continuing on. Um, so that's <laughs> so dumb. So glad I didn't say that. Uh, so Oh God, uh, you know, when I'm pairing with this other person's glasses, I have to one, stay in close proximity with them. Um, and then two, I have to make sure that we're both powered on, uh, or, you know, both of our glasses are powered on, uh, because sometimes people have the tendency to check out and I, I hope you see where I'm going with that. And so that person has to stay checked in, you know, their, their glasses have to be powered on. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, what will power these glasses down are, you know, certain, certain uh uh herbs you know certain <laughs> herbs i can say it drugs whatever um you know if if we're over consuming alcohol if we're you know um numbing our feelings and emotions with you know these substances and all that um these glasses not only do they start to malfunction um it becomes increasingly more difficult for somebody else to download their software into this other person's glasses. And so it's very key that while we're going through life and while we're trying to, um, you know, download or, um, you know, sync our glasses to somebody else with better glasses, that we we stay, um, you know, above that influence. Because what happens is essentially uh, your ability to want better, your ability to want those glasses to work the right way will start to wane, right? And so you'll start to, you know, lose that desire to, to even change the glasses ability to um, affect your, your outlook in the world. Um, I say this because I, you know, I'm thinking back in life on how many people that I have attempted that with 
And, uh, you know, and there have been even people that were self-aware enough to say, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm a lost cause right now. You don't want to do this. And I was like, no, 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 no. My glasses have been uh, pre-mail conditioned for a very long time. I'm very confident in my glasses ability to download the software into your glasses. I was very confident of it, but I didn't realize that their glasses uh, had this virus in it. And um, it was giving them the ability to be uh, self-aware just long enough to warn me to get away from them. Um, and but I was just so overzealous. I was like, no, 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 I can I can beat this. I can help you. And so what I did is I planted a little bit of data in their glasses that was, um, you know, that it, it gave them just enough of a fighting chance to remember what I was trying to pass on to them. Um, but ultimately I lost the battle because that virus was just too strong and it ended up taking them, you know? And so, uh, I look back on this and I'm thinking about the people that I've lost, um, because of it. And, uh, I kind of lost where I was going with that, but, um, to circle back around, um, you have to be one strong enough, uh, of your, your well, rather your glasses have to be strong enough to have the ability to overcome some of the darkness that exists in the other person's glasses. At the time I wasn't, I was more ambitious than I was prepared. Um, and I ended up getting way in over my head. You know, I allowed some things to happen in my life that, you know, should have never happened. Um, but now I'm back. My glasses are, are, you know, they're in rebuilding mode right now. Um, I'm going to cut here, uh, because I feel like this analogy has gone on long enough, but I want to, and, uh, I want to insert some realness into this. So essentially for those of you who didn't get what I was saying, um, and I hope there's not many, but if you didn't get what I was saying, which is a very low probability, um, allow me to explain, um, our worldview is always going to be impacted by what we've experienced when we were younger, right? That's a, that's a given. There's nothing we can do about that. Um, what we can change is how we handle that going forward, right? So what I'm saying is not uncommon. It's not new. I'm just saying this because it's been something that I've been struggling with for a very long time. The last couple of years, that's one of the reasons why I stopped making podcasts. Um, I, 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 I didn't, remember, I didn't give myself enough time to realize that I'm still wearing these glasses. Uh, and these glasses are essentially just my world outlook, my, my lenses, if you will. Um, and so the lens that I had, or I allowed myself to have was one of negativity. It was very jaded. I didn't have any peace. I didn't have any joy. Um, and there were people who, who, who tried to, you know, to help me, um, a little bit and it helped, you know, but I was, you know, my glasses were just too broken. My worldview was just too broken. It wasn't consistent enough. It wasn't stable. It wasn't based in anything consistent. You know, it wasn't based in, in God and his promises that he made me. It was based in, in my hopes, you know, and my hopes were in, um, and unstable things, you know, I want to have a better job. I want to have a happier life. You know, I want to have, um, you know, hobbies that, you know, I find entertaining. I want to have the new game systems, just all these things that I wanted for my life. And I convinced myself that if I had them, my life would be better. Um, those things led to a very unstable outlook and world perspective. My lenses were cracked. And, uh, you know, so I had to one, remember that life isn't just a sum of those things. My life is bigger than that. And the purpose of my life is bigger than that. You know, I had to remember that, um, I was put on this earth, not to get things, but to give out, you know, and the glasses best ability is to download information, not to take information. Right. Um, 
it serves its purpose for a season, right? And so and there's a seasons where we have to be takers. We have to be, right? We're, it's, and so for not everybody, but I feel like everybody has that, that fa- uh, phrase of life. Um, but, it, you know, it, so if you're the fortunate ones to had not had to rely on someone, that's beautiful. Um, but I feel like just to a, a certain degree, everyone goes through a frame of life where they, they need to depend on someone, right? And so... Uh, but ultimately we're meant to be, we were created to be givers, right? We're created to, to give to people, to, um, to share life with people, to share our experiences, to share glimpses of joy, to share laughter, to share, uh, knowledge and wisdom, um, to share physical resources, you know, like that's who we were created to be. And, um, I'm, just now slowly remembering that that's who I am. So I'm still there. My glasses are still being re, you know, reset. Um, but that's what I'm hoping to give to you guys. And, uh, you know, again, I lost myself through all of this, <laughs> but, um, I hope that the message that you'll get is that, uh, your lenses are now in a place because you're now aware of these lenses. They're now in a position to be reset and they're in a position to re, uh, I guess, rework the way that you see the world around you. Um, because the way that I see things is bigger than the way that they are. And I'm going to say that again. The way that I see the world around me is going to be ultimately way more important and way more uh, effective than the way that the world is. Um, so let's take what the world is right now as a prime example, right? The world sucks. 2020 is ass, right? <laughs> like it's terrible. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and act like, um, you know, you just change your mindset and everything will be better. That's not at all what I'm saying. Um, but what I am saying is that you will give yourself a fighting chance for you to see the beauty in the world if you rework the way that you see it, right? Um, there's still a lot of beauty around us. Um, I think what happens is when we're wearing these glasses, if we continue to allow ourselves to believe that our outlook on, or I'm sorry, that the world around us is bad and that, you know, it's, it won't get better and that, you know, there's only negativity and darkness and evil in the world. Um, what's going to happen is that that is going to literally shape the world around us. You know, um, we're going to gravitate towards those things by nature, self-fulfilling prophecy. If I only believe that there's only darkness and negativity and evil around me, I'm not going to feel joy. I'm not going to experience bright, you know, happiness. And, and if I do, I'm not going to recognize it because what happens is again, we're training these glasses on what to, uh, on what to do on how to work. And if I'm telling myself that, you know, there's only negativity and darkness around me, these glasses are going to learn that and it's going to block out all of the positivity and all of the brightness and all the good times from from my brain because it's it's neurally connected to my brain. It's directly connected. And so if I stop myself from being able to see all of the goodness, what's going to happen when goodness comes around me? You know, what happens when good people come around me? What happens when people who who want to help encourage me and give me something better in life? What happens when they find themselves in my presence, right? Uh, are they going to help me or am I going to affect them? Because like I said, that virus was just essentially someone who had given up completely on the opportunity, on the uh, possibility that life could be better. What ended up happening is that person, um, they found themselves in this deep depression, deep, dark depression. And, um, you know, me, other leaders tried to download our glasses onto this person. Um, but I got news a while ago that this person had given their life up, you know, because it just, I, I, 
I can't imagine why uh, at this point he probably experienced so many other things, you know, after this. But um, I think about that often, man, and my heart just breaks. I is one of those kids where was one of those kids, you know, where you, uh, I don't know, like you, you know that there's a struggle that was going on with him, but uh, you know he put on the front to where you know. He made you think that things were okay, uh, but you could still see that there was pain. And so all we could do is say, hey, man, like, how's your heart? How are you doing today? We'd spend time with them. We'd invite them out to all the groups. And, you know, that virus was just, it was too, uh, it was too heavy set. You know, it was too uh, deeply, um, deeply input into his brain. And, and so, you know, as much as we tried, we couldn't do the legwork for this person. You know, that person had to help us pair our glasses to his. And, um, you know, he he put on the the illusion or gave us the illusion that, you know, he was doing it. But, you know, inwardly he wasn't, you know. And so every night he'd go home, he would probably turn those glasses off and he would continue to just see the world the way that he painted it, um, though the world around him probably was bad. Um he continued to paint it that way um, instead of uh, doing some of the legwork and allowing, you know, some of our attempts, you know, to seep its way into him. And so um, I'm not blaming that person by any means. I'm not because I've been there. I've told you guys a little bit about my journey with it and, you know, this virus, you know, and so um, I'm not blaming him. But I do realize that, you know, um, I only got better because I decided that there's something else that I have to do on this earth, you know, and. I have to keep going. There were people that were reaching. Actually, there weren't a lot of people that were reaching out. So it was mostly me. I'm going to be completely honest. And my partner, um, you know, she was a huge, huge, huge help in my world. Um, but outside of, you know, that, uh, you know, what few attempts that she made, it was mostly me deciding that yeah, there's something that I still got to do. Um, so anyways, uh, I digress. Um, Guys, thank you for listening. Um, I, my prayer for you all is that, you know, you recognize uh, what your glasses are set to right now in this moment. I would encourage you to take just a minute, just a minute and realize, just go through the past, you know, year or two of your life and, and ask yourself what your glasses were, were projecting into the reality that you see. Um, and if there's anything that you can do to, to change them, you know. Uh, so now that you're aware that the superpower that you have is that you can literally reset these glasses you're responsible now for this ability to reset your glasses to to change the way that they're broadcasting how do you do that you know ask yourself what what's my first step i'll give you a little bit of uh of a hint um for those of you who just really don't know because i'm i'm like you uh i somebody can ask me what do you what do you need to do to change it i, I don't know i have no earthly idea i don't know um depression does that depression stops you from being able to see a lot of options and I went through that in another episode too I don't really remember where it was um, but depression really uh, dampers our ability to see options you know and so if you don't know what you can do to make this better uh, let me help you out a little bit um, if you are like me and you're in a place where you know every day goes by you feel unproductive you don't know uh, what your life is for, you know, you don't know why you're still breathing, you know, you, you, you feel joy, you still ex experience happiness, you still experience good times and laughter, but ultimately, you know, when you go home, you know, the day's over, you're just like, 
what what is the purpose of this day? What am I doing with my life? Like, why am I still here? You know, if you're asking those types of questions, there's very real applicable ways or um, practical ways rather that you can uh, start to answer those questions, you know, um, because what will happen is that we sometimes get into this trap box where we just try to wait for the answer to come by and um, this false sense of humility where if I'm just negative enough, then someone has to take pity on me. And this isn't a conscious thing. This is more subconscious than anything. But, um, you know, sometimes we'll get to that zone where we're like, I just have to be self-deprecating and self-loathing enough to where someone will see me and they'll rescue me and give me what I deserve because we tell ourselves we deserve better. We do. We can all admit that we deserve better. Um, or, or at the very least we want it, but we don't think that we deserve it. Um, and you know, we'll just kind of wait until it comes along, but here's what you could do to answer these questions on your own. Um, and I said it before one, it's just, you know, staying, staying clear and free headed. Uh, if you're in a rebuilding phrase, uh, frame of, uh, what is it? Phrase phase. Gosh, if you're in a rebuilding phase of life, you really have to be keyed in on sobriety and it's huge. Um, you know, and so there's another friend of mine who could not put it down. You know, they continuously or continually would, um, you know, would ingest something, snort something, uh, you know, and I just talked to this person a couple of days ago, actually. And, um, you know, well, how's everything going? You know, and it's just, it's all bad answers, you know, and, uh, well, you know, how can you get better? Sorry, if you can hear that stinking motorcycle, there's so many, uh, during the day, it's crazy. Cause it's like 30 degrees outside, but whatever. Um, so, you know, you'll, I'll, I'll ask this person, like, how are you? You know, not the best, you know, I'm just trying to do this. I'm just trying to keep my head up, just trying to get a job, trying to, you know, find, some, you know, something to do. And, you know, well, well, how are you, uh, you know, how are you doing that? Or what do you want to do? Nah, I don't know. Or, you know, you just gotta, you know, just don't give up hope that things will get better. I don't really think they will, you know, and well, you know, maybe just put yourselves around better people. There are no better people, you know, and everything that I suggest, it's all negativity. Um, so here's here's what I suggested to this person is that, you know, and this this wasn't easy, but um, you're ingesting stuff that's reworking the chemistry of your mind. And if you are telling yourself negative things on a daily basis and then you are, you know, smoking or, you know, injecting or, you know, popping pills and drinking, uh, you know, way above limits that you should, um, what do you think is going to continue to happen, right? Those things are voices. And if you consistently think things and then put that stuff into your system, it's just going to solidify it. It's, it's almost like it's pouring cement over those thoughts to, to the point where y you don't have a choice but to think those things, right? It's cementing everything you say and it's etching it in, uh, it's etching it in stone on your spirit, you know, and so the way that I liken that is that, you know, you wake up one day and your entire, like you might almost literally see darkness, you know, it's just uh, to the point where you have cemented this negativity in your spirit to where you speak negatively, you see negatively, you assume negativity from other people, um, you know, and your every step is, is formed out of negativity, you know, and so I told this person, I'm like, yo, you got to give yourself a break. You know, your brain chemistry, your body, your soul, your mind, everything in you is screaming to be clean again. And you're not giving yourself that ability. You know, your brain is like, I want to feel healthy again. That's why you have these these glimpses 
of, of positive moments, you know, where like you, you might feel this bit of elation. That's your brain screaming and fighting and saying, yo, like I want to return to this wavelength again. Please give me the opportunity to do that. But in order to do that, you have to stop the dampening of uh, the stuff that you're putting in your body because it's, it's fighting your brain's natural ability to just simply operate on a, on a healthier level again. Um, so anyways, uh, that's, that's just one way. That's just one step. It's just to find sobriety, find a clear head. Um, another way is to, uh, get yourself back out in nature. And I, I heard this, I don't know how true it is, but I totally believe it is that when we're in nature, uh, our soul finds rest, I believe. Um, I don't really even like being out in nature as much as most people in Alaska, but I can admit that when I'm in nature, I feel, I feel good. You know, um, I rode my bike the other day with my dog, uh, which I'd rather not, <laughs> like, um, you know, just the day before that we went on a really long walk, you know, I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not, I'd but there's something about being outdoors, being able to look at, I was, okay, guys, I was on, I was on the bike real quick. I was on the bike yesterday. Um, it was 30 something degrees cause it's fall here in Anchorage, Alaska. And, um, you know, so it was pretty cold, but God blessed me enough to have the sun come out and, uh, I took a bike ride. So what you need to know about Anchorage is that it's surrounded by mountains. And the minute you land and you, you know, you walk into the, uh, the, the, uh, airport, um, you know, they have these giant glass windows and they have them because, uh, all you see in the backdrop are just mountain ranges, huge, beautiful mountain ranges. Um, you know, and, Around this time, uh, maybe just a, like a month ago, we started to see white-capped mountaintops. And so, you know, it's snowing up in the upper regions. And so now when the sun, uh, you know, is out, you can see that snow so clearly. These mountains are probably, you know, maybe a hundred or so miles away, but they look like they're right, you know, right in front of you. And, um, you know, seeing the snow on the top and, uh, you know, seeing the green, you know, uh, the green kind of like trailing down below it. It's amazing. So I was riding my bike and I'm looking up at this and I was like, Oh my God, like it was so incredible, you know, and I don't like nature that much. I, I like to be able to choose nature. I don't like being forced with it. Uh, as my only means of entertainment, but being out there and seeing that was just so healing for me. Um, I came home and I was singing and I was dancing and, and then I stopped and I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, what am I doing? But I gave myself the ability to feel something different than what I usually do. And it was just by being out in nature just for a little bit, you know? And so take just a minute and get outside. Just take a walk for God's sake. Just take a walk, clear your head, stop yourself from thinking and just be outside, you know? Um, and then thirdly is as much as you can, you got to drop people. See, we feel, we feel like by being around people that have been there for us, we are being loyal to them and, you know, ask this generation, like loyalty is everything, right? But you owe nothing to people who have done everything for you. And I'm going to say that again. Um, you owe nothing to people who have sacrificed things for you. Um, if it means you are, are sacrificing your own health and wellness. So, um, I, 
I know a person and uh, who, you know, are, are still connected to these toxic people because these people have done a lot for this person in their lives, you know, and, um, you know, they've sold things to help this person, you know, buy stuff, you know, food and, you know, maybe temporary shelters or whatever it is. They put them up, they've taken them places. And this person thinks, well, if I leave them, then, you know, what that, what does that make me? And I said, that makes you a person that cares about themselves, you know, uh, that makes you a healthy person. And that makes you a person who loves self-care, you know. Um, so, and I and I said this verbatim to this person. You don't owe these people anything but your own health and wellness. And I was like, if they took care of you, it's not because they wanted you to remain where they are. They took care of you because they wanted you to be a better person. And by staying with them, you are you're kind of just throwing their sacrifices in their face. And so I was like, all you owe them is a better and healthier life. And if that means that you have to step away from them, even if just for a little while, you got to do that. Loyalty means nothing if it keeps you where you are. You know, um, loyalty isn't going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you a better resume. Uh, it's not going to get you a nod from, you know, famous or important people. It's not going to get you higher pay. It's not going to put you in a better life situation. Loyalty will do nothing if it's to people who are actively not concerned with you being elevated. And so um, if you're around people who aren't speaking health and life into your into your world, um, you got to cut loose and run. If you're not connected, if you're not Bluetooth paired to people who are downloading um, their their positivity into your life, if they're not encouraging you, if they're not pulling your strengths from you, if they're not pulling or 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 giving you a sense of purpose, if they're not helping you walk along that purpose, if they're not smacking you upside the head when you're doing stupid stuff and telling you that you're doing dumb stuff and you need to live a better life, um, you know, in a loving way that only friends can, uh, then you have to cut and run. You have to, because life is short, guys. There have been so many people who would love to to be hearing these things and who would love another opportunity to do them, but they're either locked up or gone, you know. And so um, I urge you, with every sense of urgency that I can. Consider what life would be if you did these things while you go take your walk. Um, have that be your thought process. What would life look like if I did these things? If I gave myself the ability to be sober and clear headed, if I gave myself the ability to be around healthier people um, and whatever the third thing is that I said, if you gave yourself the ability to do those things, how much better would your life look now? Um, so I'm going to end that there, guys, because uh, I'm hungry and I've talked enough and the game is on, um, which Hint, hint. I've been watching this <laughs> since we, I've started, but whatever, because um, I'm more clued in on this. Uh, so I love you guys so much. Um, I really hope that you uh, take this seriously, you know, uh, and if there's someone else that you think needs to hear it, please do me a favor and click your platform's share button and uh, yeah, have a conversation with them um, because right now I'm imagining you doing that and self-fulfilling prophecy. It's going to happen. So um, with that said, guys, uh, you've been amazing. Uh, and I really plan on bringing a lot more uh, of this to you. So uh, let's uh, let's take this new journey uh, of faith, um, uh, you know, together. Yeah, and my hope is that I'm going to be more consistent and that we'll have authentic conversations. You know, I'm going to start posting more on Instagram because I was looking back at some old posts uh, on my faith to talk uh, Instagram um, account, which is still active, by the way. And I was looking at all the stuff that I was typing. I'm like, yo, if this wasn't touching anybody else. It is certainly touching me. And so I'm going to continue doing that um, because if there's at least just one person whose life or day is changed, uh, then, you know, thank God. Um, so again, thank you guys so much. You are amazing humans. I love you. 
be safe and i'm out until next week peace